where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast, Bills news with a UK twist. Now, I'm still here, I've always been here, but... There's someone next to me. I don't know whether he's an imposter or he's come back. I don't know who the hell he is, but uh, that guy there, I think he might be Alex. Alex, how, you, you back now? How you oh, doing? Hello. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what, what was it? What did I miss? I missed the Rams review. I was uh, driving, and that doesn't mean that's not a good place to record video. Um, and then the Raiders preview. I believe yes. I slept through it <laughs> you did yeah you did yeah yeah um it's really tough to come back to the uk from the states um you, you leave at eight o'clock at night and you land at seven in the morning and you're expected to stay up all day all day that's impossible so you take a yeah. nap then you're up till two but when you sleep when you're up till two you sleep till noon and i missed my cutoff sorry <laughs> uh my wife and i have, have are still on a horrible sleep schedule we really got to figure this thing out because uh, it's been uh, five days since we've been back now. But anyway, um, you didn't tune in to talk about um, the time difference and my sleep schedule. The bills are 4 0. How about that? Yeah. One quick question Did you miss me? You know, uh, I, I had nothing but nightmares of that face of yours just keeping me up at night. Um, I dreaded coming back and having to do this having to look at whatever you call a face. <laughs> what, my Josh Allen face? I think I just got fired from this, but anyway. Um, <laughs> let's, so, uh, let's talk football, right? Yes, 4-0. First uh, 4-0 style, what, 20-odd years or something like that? 2008, like that, right, sure. they say. Um, I vividly remember that 2008 team as a team that I thought was going to uh, make it. Um, how silly we were because that was Trent Edwards who had 11 passing touchdowns on the season and Josh has already eclipsed that. So how about that? Well, total touchdowns, but yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you add an extra one to that total touchdowns. Yeah. Well, uh, you take off, you take off the, uh, the interception last week. Yeah. Add a touchdown on this week. Mm -hmm. Well, no, because the, the, well, the passing touchdown, when you look at it as total touchdowns, because he ran it in, actually. But, man, John Brown deserved that touchdown. That was an unbelievable catch that we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, my first takeaway yeah. in the good segment is uh, our third down efficiency. Um, we're currently fifth in the league, sitting at um, 51 52%. For the game, we were 53 But when it mattered most, when the game was still in question, we were 7-10, uh, two touchdowns. And one of those misses, we converted on fourth down. So yeah. I think the biggest difference that we're seeing between this Bills team and so many other teams in the NFL, Raiders being one of them, is our aggressiveness and our confidence. Um, when you look at the Raiders, they were third and one and ran their fullback 
then kicked a field goal on fourth and two. Should have went for it. Uh, to start the third quarter, they had fourth and two from our seven, and they kicked a field goal. Should have went for it. Fourth yeah. and one. They're trying to come back. They do a simple run, and we stuff it. You would have then yeah. considered the Bills in that situation would have probably went four wide. We would have spread it. We would have done something tricky. That Isaiah McKenzie fourth down conversion on the jet sweep, beautiful. Um, confidence on third downs and aggressiveness in play calling won us this game, has been winning us all of these games. It's been really exciting to watch. However, <clears throat> I don't know about you, how you watch your games, but here's how I watch my games. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm drinking beer, wanting to switch to hard alcohol by halftime. Um, I don't know. How, I would love to be able to sit back comfortably and drink tea watching a Bills game. How do you watch a Bills game? With my missus actually getting pissed off with me. <laughs> Why is that? Because she wants to watch The Crown or because she can't handle you yelling? Second one. Yeah. <laughs> she hates it every time I, every time I watch sport. She, uh, she, she, yeah. she hates it. Especially when it's either West Ham or Buffalo, they just yeah. I just get so angry. Well, you, like pick, it. you picked the wrong teams. You didn't pick any easy teams to follow. So, but then again, she's watched she's watched both games the last two seasons, last yeah. two last two weeks, and this mm -hmm. is someone who didn't. Uh, she says it's uh, she can't get into it because it's all stop, really? start, stop, start, stop, start. Uh, she the I heard. game that game was remarkably exciting. All right, we're gonna yeah, have I mean, to have her on. She means, she means no, no, no. She means start, stop, like in it's okay. starts and stops, adverts and starts and stops pretty much straight away. That yeah. that's all. That's sort of start and stop. Okay, so uh, UK question for you. Um, I know that the Premier League football doesn't have any commercial breaks other than halftime, right? Yeah. Uh, you watch cricket, also rugby. Do they also do the same thing? No. So there's going to be well, cricket does cricket does cricket uh, will have does cricket will have breaks with golf have breaks but yeah. rugby league rugby union football and that's all they won't have breaks okay yeah I mean it's just something that we're so used to in America with uh, hockey you get whistles you get commercials baseball you get pitching changes you get commercials uh, football obviously and um, you know basketball uh, timeouts commercials so <laughs> think about it though. <clears throat> uh, ages ago, it, it was worse. I would say maybe five, six years ago, because the NFL did a thing where they cut commercial break time. It's been worse. But yeah. anyway, um, uh, good luck Moving with on. that. My wife watched the game with me, and she very much enjoyed it. But uh, good, good luck on your end with that. Um, <laughs> so would, would you say, I don't know, how, how much other football do you watch, or do you just watch the Bills? Main just watch the Bills. Okay. So um, I watched – did you watch, like, any red zone before the Bills game? Because we were a 4 o'clock kickoff. So I watched a lot of the 1 o'clock games, and I'm watching a lot of teams play it safe. There's only a handful of teams in the league that are as aggressive as us in personnel packages and in going for it and, and trusting your quarterback on third and long. Uh, I mean, you're looking at only Mahomes and Prescott, Rodgers, going for anything on, like, mm. third and 14. Uh, every other team is just going to check down, which is something that, yeah. um, you know, we did at the end of the game because uh, we solidified it. But that's m one of my biggest takeaways uh, was our aggressiveness and our confidence. Yeah. So let's talk, let's talk another good in this game, okay. the O-line. Yeah. 
they pass protection. Just they up. seem to have that down to a T. Run, they need to work a little bit more on it. But was it Alan only got sacked once? Yep. And that was really his fault. Uh, that yeah. was not an O-line error. But, I mean, you, you mentioned the, the rush, uh, you know, the protection on rushing. Um, Singletary had another really efficient game. He broke some runs. I just think that they're playing to their strength right now. We don't hmm. have to really run the ball because our passing offense is, you know, top five in the league. Um, you know, would you rather see a balance or would you rather see Josh throwing it the way he is? To be honest, after two years of of him proving, I'd rather see the the, the former, the, yeah. the former, the, the, the first Josh Allen okay. offense yeah. more than the um, defense. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still scared about the defense um, this season, but there is there is ways and means, especially in this game um, and all season, that they haven't really had that off season. Yes, they've all come back, had a few miss out a couple of weeks and missing players. But I think there's still best yet to come for this um, this defense. Yeah, I think it's yeah. the way the Raiders the way the Raiders <clears throat> play. And we might talk about this just a tiny bit later. But especially I know some of the fan questions probably talking about the defense. So I'll mention this bit a bit later. But mm-hmm. it's that O line, the way they've actually protected Josh and just gives him that time. I mean, he doesn't need to even bounce on the foot. He can just stand still and still generate that power. Mm-hmm in that throw and make those, make those tough throws, thread the needle, as they say. Yeah. Um, the, the Raiders aren't a good pass rush. Um, they only get to the quarterback 5.6% of quarterback dropbacks in terms of hurrying him. Uh, and they blitz at a remarkably low percentage. I think, um, you know, between like seven and 14, I think it was. Um, mm. But at the same time, we all know that the stats on Josh Allen under pressure have been great. So at the same time, the Raiders played to their strength. They knew that they couldn't get to him. So they dropped guys back into zone coverage and Allen was still able to hit guys. So at the same time, the O-line did their job and Josh was able to prove that he can do pocket passing. Um, I was able to, when I was back home, watch like some of the pregame shows and uh, the NFL network, had um, Steve Mariucci, former NFL coach, say that um, the the Raiders have to um, keep Josh Allen in the pocket. That's how they could upset us. And Mooch, I know you're not watching this, but this is why you're not a coach in the NFL anymore. Uh, Josh Allen can win games from the pocket. Watch some game film, bro. All right? Um, There's really no way to stop Josh Allen right now. And yeah, it's just been fantastic. Yeah, anyone who can stop Josh Allen is Josh Allen. Yeah, as we can see, on that awful sack. But um, <laughs> you know, he's figured out how to throw via with a touch pass. He's figured out how to. I mean, he's always known how to gun the ball. So he's figured out the touch passes. He's figured out the deep ball. Oh my God, that throw to Diggs! Uh, I, I'm watching it every five minutes. Um, That's why I'm feeling to call it an interception. <laughs> yeah. Um, to nitpick, honestly, and I, I don't want to do this, but this is the Bills in me, find something wrong. Bills fan in me, you know, there's always something to figure out and nitpick. Yeah. Um, when you watch the, the, the wide view of that play, I mean, Diggs had a clear shot to the end zone and Allen didn't lead him. Um, but mm. uh, no wide receiver last year could have made that catch. Yeah. 
No, exactly. That was a contested catch, and in, in that's, that's Diggs all day. He's so freaking good. And that leads us into our next level of the good, which is our wide receivers. Um, <laughs> and, Definitely. And, yeah. I mean, I don't even need to throw out any stats, honestly. This one is simple. Our wide receiver core could literally be the best in the league. Um, who else has four wide receivers the way we have four wide receivers, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I honestly, I would need the to The only look. ones I think of is, um, is Atlanta. Atlanta's good. Possibly. Yeah, Atlanta's it's good. James um, Ridley. Gage and uh, their tight end Hurst. But I yeah. don't know who their fourth wide receiver is. You could argue Tampa Bay because uh, Brady's, Brady's loved hooking up with that Scotty Miller. Arizo- Arizona. Arizona. Andy is Arizona, Hopkins, Fitzgerald, Kirk, and Isabella. Yeah. It's tough to say Fitz, though, because he's he's a fossil. Um, you know, I, I love him. Is. He's a favorite of mine. Uh, I love a guy who is consistent and stays on one team his whole career. Um, but at the same time, yeah, uh, I mean, you, can, you, you were able to name three other teams and, and, and were in that top five, and that's an mm. elite offense. Um, yeah. You, you look I mean, at what Beasley can do. You were just going to bring up Beasley, weren't you? Well, no, I was actually going to bring up how we actually um, – my stat from, uh, from the uh, preview show about the, the – the, um, we play a four-wide receiver set mm-hmm. pretty much out of every team the most yeah. on them, and that's where our most success has actually come from, which obviously is showing how talented these guys are, especially Gabe Davis, who I still say is going to be the, um, Bills, rookie of the um, Bills rookie of the year. Yeah, not a lot of competition with uh, Vanessa not really uh, uh, playing very much. So I, I blew but, it on that call. But it's, it's just shown how he's learned all the way through. You've got great technicians in Diggs and Beasley. Mm-hmm. You've got John Brown, who, who is underrated as a um, technician with speed, change direction, his catch movements and all that. Tight end is really the meh part of it, but... You've got we've got a wide receiver court. I mean, even Isaiah McKenzie. I mean, people yeah. wanted him cut, mm-hmm. but look what he's done in certain in yes. certain situations for us. He's kept us in games, and when we need them, he's stepped up against Dolphins at forty as a forty eight yards um, pass to set up the touchdown. Yeah, but we didn't, game we didn't see that though, right? We had, we needed to rely no. on fan video for that. Yeah, but fourth and one, fourth and one, he actually did the yep. um, jet sweep. He got us fourteen yards. yards. Yeah, and the first down. I mean, mm-hmm. it's what they they fitted it to Josh Allen's taste, and this offense is now truly you can say a Josh Allen offense. Yeah, we have we have a guy who can do everything. Uh, there's not one wide receiver trait that this group is missing. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe height, but who needs height when Diggs is one of the best wide receivers in the league at contested catches, um, which we've seen. Uh, Brown, you know, we all think back to that Ravens game last year where he couldn't win that 50-50 ball, but here he does it at the goal line against two guys. Unbelievable. He deserved that touchdown. Um, But I really wanted to talk about Beasley for just a second because he's doing things that we probably didn't assume he could do. We all thought Beasley's going to come in. Beasley's going to be the check down guy. He's going to be the short yardage guy. And here he is converting third and longs. Here he is catching 11-yard touchdowns with two guys in his face, flipping upside down. Um, he's really 
And I think through, you know, team chemistry with between Diggs and Brown, he's added something else to his game where he could just get deep now finding pockets and zones. Just, I can't speak yeah. any higher to what our wide receiver core can do. Um, mm. I, I would have loved okay. to see what, okay. I wouldn't have loved to see, but we talk about the true test is how they can do it with, uh, you know, somebody else at quarterback. You know, we all talked about, can the Patriots win without Tom Brady? And they can, but can our wide receiver core do something without Josh Allen? And holy crap, that was a little bit of a scare, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Yeah. It was nice to see Diggs go over there and immediately start talking with Barkley, trying to get him ready. That's fantastic. I love that this team is a team first mentality. Yeah. But, uh, thank the Lord Jesus Christ and whoever you believe in that Allen came out fine again in, in this game. Mm, yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, my head, my heart actually did go, oh, shit, what the fuck yeah, right? is going on here? We're going to have to play a Barkley. We're going to lose the momentum going into it. But, it's you. It's just the, com- the camaraderie. I hate saying that word um, of the team. I mean, I say everyone said that Diggs. He's a diva. He doesn't want to be anywhere. He wants it all to be about it. him, 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 him. Yep. But I love the next man up mentality. I mean, when Beasley went out, McKenzie stepped in. We didn't see much of Gabe Davis after that. Um, after that touchdown, but didn't we had Andre to. Roberts. One of the best things, you know. We had an Andre Roberts sighting. Yeah. Twice. He had some catches, but man, that punt return, that was fantastic. Yeah. That was on a play where that was on the fumble that wasn't a fumble, right? Yes. Yeah. And then we essentially got the ball back uh, right around that same line of scrimmage. So, I mean, yeah. People were calling for McKenzie to be cut. People were calling for Andre Roberts to be cut. Uh, Don't go back and watch our 53-man show where we – because I don't know what I said about wanting to get rid of one of those guys, but you know we kept the right guys on this team. That's a credit to McDermott. You mentioned, I, I, being a div- you mentioned Diggs being a diva. I think that just is an indication of what the Vikings have in their coaching staff. Mm. You know, he well, his I saw staff was able to get him to buy in. You know, I saw a tweet um, last night, and it showed up on Good Morning Football um, from Jamal Adams. Yeah, she said they're well coached in reference to the Bills. Respect. So that shows how well even even everyone outside of the Bills organization mm-hmm. seeing and pundits seeing how well the Bills are being um, being coached. I'd I mean, rather keep phrase. it a secret still, but it's nice that we're getting recognition where it's due. Yeah, I mean, even on um, Sky Sports NFL, yeah, she starts saying. Um, how we or during the coverage they were saying that the Bills are probably one of the better coach teams in there. So you're getting that recognition and you see with the um, with the harmony. But yeah. I mean we could go on and on about all the um, all the good stuff, but I think we're gonna have to address the um, the elephants in the room and go with the uh, the bad. Well, before we get to the bad, I had a, a real quick segment that I didn't give you, so this is a surprise to you, but I'm calling it, I'm calling it the meh. I want to know, do you think our third quarter issues are sorted? No. Because we, all right, so we held Vegas to three points on two drives. Uh, Josh was four for four on our second drive. The Brown touchdown could have been in the third quarter. Um. So you're going to say, no, our third quarter issues aren't sorted. Do explain. 
it's the, the momentum again. The momentum they had on the it's the defense. It's um, the offense side. There are times where you can actually um, say that they the second possession they started to kick into life. But the first possession when they had it on the way out, it was it was poor. I don't know what was actually going on. Then you've got the defense. Yeah. Them coming out and actually um, carrying on from where they left right at the end of um, the second quarter. I, I think it's if you're going to say give me a percentage, I'm going to say it's about seventy-five percent probably fixed. Fixed, maybe eighty percent. There's still a little That's bit <laughs> left to um, to do. Yeah, yeah. The first drive um, ends with uh, two drops and an offensive holding penalty. So that's what led to, uh, you know, third and 20, I believe it was. Um, I, I don't want to say out of sync. It's just, this could still be argued as a coincidence because not every team is going to convert on all of their drives. You know, the other Ooh. team is still trying to win the football game. But um, no, I get it. Um, we got a lot of fan questions about the defense. And one thing that I wanted to bring up in terms of second half adjustments was... Um, you know, I'm answering a fan question a little early, so sorry about that. But uh, they're talking about defensive personnel and only running a, 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 basically a nickel defense. And nickel defenses can get run on. And I think that uh, McDermott and Frazier's goal here was to rely on Edmonds and the D-line to stop the run where you don't need a 4-4-3 four, four, kind of defensive alignment with three linebackers. Um, that's being exposed, we did hold Josh Jacobs to under 50 yards rushing, and he's one of the best running backs in the league against a good mm. offensive line in the, in the Raiders. So the, the defense one... wasn't that bad. Uh, we did only, like I said, we held them to three points. They, they didn't, it was a bend, not break defense. We had them punt on their second drive, only a field goal on their first drive. This could be leading to things. I think maybe they're learning how to handle it. You mentioned earlier in the show um, no preseason. Things are ramping up. We're four games in now. Things should start to be comfortable. Coaches should start to understand what they have and what they don't have. So hopefully, like you said, this is a step in the right direction to sorting out the third quarter. Um, hmm. uh, I hope it is. Well, I think I think you also put down this defense to what the Raiders ran. The Raiders actually ran most of their, pretty much, I think about 80, 90% of their run plays with a fullback as well, which then means that they're having to bring, build out to bring on another linebacker, come yeah. out of that package they like. And when you've got AJ Klein in there, that's where their weak link was in there. When you've got, I think gave up a, a few bad plays on there, but it's the way that the Raiders actually played their offense really, what's the word? It's really disorientated. The Bills D because they're used to say playing four two five, yeah, in there with the with obviously the big nickel um, coming down, but the Raiders actually took that away from the Bills, and I think that's probably going to be maybe that maybe one other team I don't know possibly maybe the Patriots or the uh, or the Chiefs are going to start looking like that so to play with the fullback to try and bring them out that thing that's probably going to be Let's the way to do it. You might see that with the Patriots and the Titans. I wouldn't say with the Chiefs because Mahomes is going to be in shotgun for most of the game. Yeah, um, and if you see Mahomes has used a full, made a pass to the freaking fullback on the sausage pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they can do anything, and that's going to be a hell of a game, but let's not talk about that game. Let's talk about this. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, so segment number three, uh, the bad. Everyone wants to talk about the defense. 
And the first thing I want to say is let's all just calm down a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the reasons why there's so much talk about the defense is because of Twitter. <clears throat> if Twitter didn't exist, I think that the defense wouldn't be getting as bad as a rep as it would be. Um, you know, we're yeah. expecting this defense to be a top unit because of, I think, the history of what the Buffalo Bills are. Um, in 2019, we were fourth in yards against. In 2018, we were second. Looking further back, um, you have uh, fourth in 2013, 10th in 2013, 14th in 2008, second in 2004, 2003, going really far back. Uh, I mean, I remember those defenses back in the day being really good with like London Fletcher and Takeo Spikes. Um, yeah. So the, the consensus for Bill's football is win with defense. And mm. that has changed through the course of last year and into this year. Absolutely. Um, you know, sure. Car had 300 yards, but like I said, we held Jacobs to under 50. We held Waller to under a hundred. Uh, this is a Raiders offense that had a very similar game against new England last week. And I'm sure no one in new England is freaking out about their defense. Um, yeah. You know, the Raiders put up 34 on the Saints' 10th-ranked defense. So mm. I think more than anything, expectations need to be that this is going to be an average defense this year, not a top defense. And yeah. one last point before I let you get a word in. Um, looking back at last year's defense, we played mm. 10 games against bottom 10 offenses. Do you think that yeah. it all led to our outstanding defensive numbers last year? Mm, no, that, well, no. I think you, it's just it's the quarterbacks themselves. I mean, this year oh, we, yeah. we faced, we're facing, we faced Jared Goff. We're going to face Patrick Mahomes. We're going to face um, Russell Wilson. Uh, we're probably going to face um, Big Ben. I mean, you can't rule out Fitzpatrick in any um, no, in any absolutely. game that he plays in. They did rank a in lot... the bottom ten in offense last year. I mean, yeah. last year. I mean, you mentioned the quarterbacks we're facing this year. You look at the quarterbacks we faced last year, like Doug oh yeah, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, and whoever the Broncos rolled out last year. I don't even remember who he was. Drew Locke. They actually ruled, They actually had Drew Locke in our game. Not all, all game. Not all game. Yeah, all game. He was the starter in that game. Really. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Huh. Yeah, we made him look sick. we made him look bad, and um, who knows what the Broncos are this year? So you know, because of the injuries. So well, they beat the Jets, but then again, anyone can beat the Jets. And they beat the Jets with the third string, uh, third string quarterback, fourth string I mean, quarterback. It's, it's important to know that we held this offense to 16 points. They got one garbage time touchdown where we didn't care about that. So it's it was truly Ben. Don't break. Are you worried about it? No. That's no. I mean, that's the spirit. It's, yeah, the, okay, part of me was actually a bit concerned. Um, but it's, it's the quarterbacks we're facing. I mean, you, just looking at who we're going to be facing this year compared to last year, we're, we're facing, we've got the strongest, uh, we've got the hardest schedule with these teams. I mean, I say Chiefs. Even top, you can throw the Titans in there, Rams, Seahawks, um, Arizona. Even now, um, you've got those offenses Lost which can at be home, tested. Carolina, so yeah, 
Bears, we've got we've got that we've got those offenses to come. I mean, yeah. I'll even throw the Patriots in there because you still can't rule them out. Right. But compared to last year, we were facing teams, as I say, quarterbacks with other with unknowns mm-hmm. and third, fourth strings. It's it's a wake up call. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather than be midway this year in the um in the standings for defensive stats and have an offense which are gonna be your top five offense. Absolutely. I'd rather do that this year. I'd rather do that this year and then in the draft, you know you're gonna keep the majority of that offense is gonna to stay together. Mm-hmm. There's the odd pieces that you're gonna be able to then use for your first two picks for that defense. I mean cornerback one and maybe um maybe potentially another lineman or another um another edge rusher. I think we're really close to becoming what the Chiefs have been able to put together. I know Josh Allen is not going to ever really be Patrick Mahomes, but he's going to be right there behind him. They were able to go out and get a safety. They were able to build their defense second after they built their Mm. offense. And it looked like we built our defense first and then built their offense, but now the defense is kind of faltering. So I think we need to go out and get somebody else for the secondary because if Wallace is hurt, Josh Norman can't really cover. He allowed that Nelson Aguilar touchdown that got called back. Uh, thank mm. God he's such a baller when it comes to tackling, forcing that fumble. Um, but we, we're probably a pass rusher. Hopefully Epinesa can get sorted. Um, and, um, you know, uh, a second cornerback away from really being legit. Um, yeah. And I hope they can yeah. maybe get a little bit creative in play calling because we're not rushing the passer very well. Um, and that's really going to be a case uh, going forward. Um, mm. You know, uh, we haven't been supremely tested. The Rams supremely tested our defense, and our defense was shattered by them. So if that's what's going to happen, we're going to have to rely on Josh Allen every week. It's not a comfortable place to be in um, against yeah. really good offenses coming up. So uh, I think um, – you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a situation where uh, Bills fans are going to have some really mangled nails from biting them, uh, some really sore thumbs from tweeting about the defensive woes, and uh, probably some alcohol problems from drinking too much. That's going to be yeah, true. football going forward, it looks like. Yeah. So, so let's, let's wrap this up then. We've got how many fan questions have you got for me today or today? Five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, uh, I think we're looking at uh, five or six. So, um, what? Yeah. Damn it, much, much well, we didn't get annihilated on defense. So, uh, I mean, last week was basically all how's the defense, how's the defense, how's the defense. But um, yeah, here right. uh, we'll, we'll start off with um, Keith Gledhill. Um, why did it take the defense so long to do their thing? Do you think Las Vegas's O line? Uh, do you think the Las Vegas O line tired? Tried? Sorry, Keith. Um, we'll go tired, with as in as in tired. Yeah. In, Keith threw out a lot tired. of it. We'll go, the, we'll go with the first one. Um, <laughs> Keith, why did the defense take so long to do their thing? Uh, we were really bending in the first half, and then the second half we kind of locked it down. It- Again, I put it down to the Raiders actually um, offense at the time. The first two, three quarters, they were actually playing with that fullback. But as soon as they fell behind, they started actually um, going a bit more spreads, not having that fullback to bring the Bills out of their um, comfort zone with their defensive package. And the more and more they had to 
they had to fight and actually um, and press to try and get points, the more more gaps and the more fatigue they're starting to um, to get because they played a lot of um, played a fair few no run no huddles and actually quick uh, quick plays. Mm-hmm. I think yes, there's a bit that they tied out, but I think it was the scheme. Oh, oh I was going to say Oakland there, Las Vegas. Um, they they really broke their own offensive approach in in order to save the game. So I think that's probably the reason why it took so long and we managed to get a lot more pressure because Carl's trying to force it. Everyone's trying to force that um, that play, which played into the Bills' hands. Yeah, and that, that that's one thing that the Bills' defense did a lot last year was um, be able to go up and then have the other team play into what our defense strength was. Mm. Um, he also asked, could Tyler Bass end up costing us a game? And I want to say absolutely. Um, no matter what you have, you got to remember that he's a rookie kicker uh, and he's got to figure it out. Uh, you got to hope that that will happen. Um, but yeah, I, I imagine he'll lose us one game this year. And I'm okay with it because that's what you get. Uh, here's a kid with a lot of talent that's just got to figure it out. And I think he'll get there. What do you think? Yeah. I don't. I think. I think he may, maybe, possibly, but I don't see it being a um, a thing that we're all going to hide behind our um, cushions. Okay. And then he also said, "Will Josh Norman prove to be a crucial signing? His experience and know-how can only be good for the defense." Yes. Yes. Talk about it's experience, be... though. You're looking at a guy who's been in the league for nine years. His legs aren't what they used to. Um, no, but he's, he's still be he's still coverage. Yeah, he's. He fits the Bills' defensive scheme. He's good run stopper. He's good to pass on the um, the experience. He's gonna, He's one of those astute signings. Got a lot of energy too. I loved. It. I love watching him yeah. go nuts on the sideline and, and and celebrating his plays. Yeah. Right. Next, Chris Spencer. Uh, Diggs gets all the headlines out of Allen's weapons, and rightly so. Which weapon do you believe is the most deserving of a bit more of a spotlight? It's Beasley for me. Love that dude. So other than Diggs, who's been other than Diggs and Allen, who has been your offensive MVP so far? I as much as I want to say Beasley for what he's done, especially last week with the third and twenty-two and that touchdown catch today. I'm actually I'm gonna stick with who I actually pick for the um for the rookie of the year. You keep saying that Gabe Davis. He's come in, he's actually um I don't think he's dropped a pass. This season, he's caught everything that's thrown his way. Mm-hmm. He's actually run routes that are not even designed for him, designed for someone else. He came in to, to perfection, and he's really been putting up the numbers and pressing quite a lot with his whole play. So I think he's the one that should get more spotlight. And we've got a decent... If we can keep Beasley Brown next year, we've got a top four wide receiver core, which is going to keep us going. Yeah. No, for me, it's absolutely Beasley. He's doing things that, um, like I said, uh, we didn't expect him to be able to do. They're using him in a way of a more complete wide receiver instead of just, you know, a gadget little check down guy. And I love that. Uh, It it just shows the confidence that they have in him and the ability that he's shown to, um, you know, uh, make them uh, make that pay off. Uh, hmm. I don't think that we're going to keep everybody next year. I think that right now Beasley's proving more worth than Brown where Gabe Davis can step in. 
I'd rather use some of that money on a defensive piece. So, uh, but um, yeah, we, we still have another wide receiver, um, uh, rookie wide receiver uh, that could come in and fill in. Uh, Duke Williams still in the practice squad. So if something happens next year, we will mm. be able to keep some of those guys. Um, there's, there's worth there. Uh, but um, financially, when you look at um, Brandon Bean's job, uh, it might help to lose uh, Brown next year. Um, yeah. Chris Payne threw out a lot at us here. It's a big one. Can you summarize it? Can you uh, summarize it? I've only, read it? I've only read it once. So All I right. can't summarize you said, it. You've we'll it to me down, as well. We'll break it down piece by piece. Uh, really? Like, We've got, like, we got time here. Time. <laughs> Let's like, have a look. Like me, are you calm about the defense is playing as yes. likely the lack of preseason hasn't helped? Yes. Yeah, so we talked about that. Yes. Uh, the yeah. defense can really tighten up uh, going forward. Um, are you slightly concerned? Uh, it's, 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 based 50. On, it's based on what your expectation is. My expectation is going to be an average defense this year. So hmm. if, they can t- if they end up 15 to 17, uh, I'll be satisfied with that as long as our offense is top 10. Um, yeah. And then he also talks about um, the defensive formations. Um, you know, we're playing 4-2-5 instead of 4-3-3. That's been what people expected going into this year, knowing that weak side linebacker is a weakness, knowing that Milano and Edmonds are the only strength at linebacker. Um, that could lead to problems with uh, rush defenses. But um, like I said, we held Jacobs in check this game, so that's not too bad. Um, mm. Do you think uh, Frazier uh, doesn't trust Klein or Epinesa because he's a raw rookie, um, or do you think Frazier is just trying something new? Frazier is on the bend, don't break it. I mean, to be honest, I'd rather have Dodson in for, um, for Klein, mm. to be honest. Yes, where you've got athleticism like Milano, you've got athleticism like Dodson. I think he brings more to the table than Klein. So I think, it, if anything, if they have to go to the 4 3 3, um, then I'd bring in Dodson to actually counteract. Because okay. as much as I like Klein, he, I can't see him other than potentially a, um, a Mike. I can't yeah. see him play any other position. And with Dodson and Milano, or either side of Edmonds, you've got that athleticism to keep with the tight ends, keep with the running backs. Um, yeah, so I think it's yeah. – no, I don't think it's at the risk of not trying any. But I think I think it, potentially they are going to look for a new linebacker during the, um, during the off-season. I can yeah. see us either drafting or signing one just to actually um, to play back up um, on there. I mean, they shouldn't have got rid of Thompson. Maybe they should have got rid of Joseph, but I would give Dodson the start over, um, over Klein if they ever had to go in, back into that formation. All right. Uh, Mark S. asks, how many points will it beat Seattle by in the Super Bowl? Um, well, we're going to get a preview of that coming up soon. Um, if, if, we can, if we can get past... Baltimore and Kansas City and end up playing a team like Seattle in the Super Bowl. How amazing would it be as a football fan, just take off your Bills hat as a football fan to watch a game where the Bills offense goes against the Seattle offense. That's just going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be amazing. I mean, it'd be, it'd be great to show that we've been best. We actually can outrun, outlast the Chiefs, beat the Chiefs and all that. It's going to, it would be a game where you've got two good quarterbacks that can both run and throw. You've got, um, 
you've got an offense a wide receiver core from both that have speed strength route running ability and all that it's it's it would be an interesting spectacle mm-hmm. i mean we're gonna see it you know mm. uh, we will be we'll be playing seattle so that'll be uh one hell of a game but uh settle down in the super bowl talk uh it's week four i know it looks good but uh one game at a time is what the teams talk about and the fans need to take it that way as well yeah and then dave thorpe like i just said like you said four and is all that counts d stepped up mm-hmm. in the second half Norman and Jefferson were crucial turnovers. Diggs was awesome. That 49-yard catch, wow, absolutely. Um, yeah. Why can't we just win easy, though, he asks. It's not the way of doing it. It's <laughs> not. It's something to keep us, all, um, keep us all to the edge of the seat. I'd rather, I'd rather it be something like that where we do stretch away. Don't get me wrong. I'd love for us to, to just completely whitewash teams and all that, but then it just sucked the fun out of the, um, out of the game, and it'll suck the fun out of our, um, our review shows. Because well, if, um, yeah. if we do, what we're going to say is bad. If, we, if our defense is actually um, smashing it, and they're only holding opposition to like 10 or less points a game, what are we going to talk about that's, uh, that's bad? That's a good <laughs> point. I think our Redskins game review last season uh, was the shortest show we've ever done, because it was like, yep, we look good, they look bad, game over, that's it. You know, um, no, uh, analytically, um, we can't win easy because not every team in the NFL can be complete. Uh, every team, every team, even the chiefs have positions of weakness and other teams are figuring out our defensive weakness. Luckily, we don't have an offensive weakness right now. Uh, knock on wood, hopefully things stay the same. Um, Hmm. the Jets game was an easy win, right? Yes. So, you know, we play them again, so get comfortable for that one. But, um, yeah, uh, things aren't going to be easy coming soon. So um, just uh, be ready, Dave, because uh, uh, things uh, aren't going to be easy. So so that's uh, – I assume that's all the questions, is it? Yes, sir. Yeah. So 5-0, and oh, do we have a game next week? Do we have we a go- game next week, yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, four and zero. Will we have a game next week? Go five and zero. Who knows? Will we get that extra long break for um for the uh for the uh, for the Chiefs game? Who knows? And all I'm going to have to say to close it up because I should be in the back of work at about half, half an hour ago. Uh oh. <laughs> all right, let's go. Is, yep, yep. Is uh keep subscribing, following us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, keep following, keep showing the love. And for Alex and for me, it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for watching, listening, and go Bills. Go Bills. Not us. Yeah, not, not us. us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.